and welcome to a pod of tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I am your host Emma and I am Lone Wolf today. I'm going to do a solo podcast. Um, Jack is out with the babe. He is going for a little walk with her and I'm taking the opportunity to have a chat with you guys. Um, It's definitely going to be more of a tea and chat episode, although I will review the tea that I'm drinking don't really have any fun facts about it. Lots of fun facts about sleep, however, or lack thereof at the moment. (laughs) I'm so tired. I have never known such tiredness. It's incredible. If you are a parent, you know what I mean. If you have insomnia, you probably know what I mean. I am someone who, up to now, has lived a blessed life in the terms of sleep. (laughs) I would get a lovely, solid eight hours a night and I used to if I woke up in the middle of the night or couldn't sleep for say I don't know couldn't get back to sleep for like an hour in the middle but still manage my eight hours sort of like time frame so just slept for seven of those the next day I would be reaching for the coffee I'd be saying oh my gosh I'm so tired I cannot function she didn't know she did foolish Emma of the past you did not know what was coming um obviously do not get me wrong it is worth every single moment of not sleeping i promise you she is the best thing that has ever happened to me that little girl um so i'm not complaining in that sense but we are in a global pandemic right now i'm not able to do what i thought i was going to do on maternity leave which is go and meet some mums do a baby yoga class is what I was I was opting for. I'd love to go to the library, the local library, and do some some mum groups there. Instead, what's kind of happening social-wise in terms of being a parent is that when I go out for my governmental allowed one exercise a day, we're back at that in the UK, by the way, we are allowed to go out once a day for some exercise. So I will take um, Daphne out in the stroller and have a little walk around. What will happen is I will pass another parent and we will look at each other and you do a kind of, you do like a little smile, I've realised. There's like a little smile, a little nod that you give to each other. And I think that nod is, I know, I know you're not sleeping. (laughs) I feel your pain, Emma. That's what I'm holding on to, that little moment of connection with another human being right now. Obviously, you know, I've got Jack, which is brilliant, but he is in the same boat. We are both paddling down the stream together except Jack goes to work so there are some nights where he will sleep in another room because the guy has to function in his job um whereas I just sort of (laughs) float around (laughs) our flat trying to hold it together on the bad days it feels like the bad days are never ending in terms of the lack of sleep I mean they're beautiful days I'm loving every minute with her but at the same time I'm just so tired okay I'll stop moaning I'll stop moaning so I chose this tea (laughs) I chose post-party refresh because I do think when you go out you know over Christmas you may have indulged a bit of the uh the wines the spirits not in the way we would have done before obviously you know the bars and the pubs haven't really been much of an option this year but I'm sure at home you may have a well-stocked bar and then afterwards the next day if you are are a normal person and not some lucky lucky person who doesn't feel the after effect of alcohol you might be feeling a bit run down I liken that feeling to how I feel right now (laughs) 
<laughs> except I'm not really drinking. And that is because I think when you drink alcohol, it does inhibit your ability to sleep properly. You don't get into that deep REM sleep that you need to feel refreshed. You sort of drift around in the lighter sleep. And not just the fact that Daphne wakes me up of an evening, I'm also, my, my brain is constantly wired to her sound. So she makes any little noise, I'm awake. So I can't be sleeping that deeply because as soon as she stirs, I'm like, oh my gosh, is the baby okay? So that's what's going on. So post-party refresh tea, I thought possibly will make me feel better because most of a hangover, not all, but a, a large portion of a hangover is the lack of sleep or lack of proper sleep. So that's what we're going for. This says brewed to two to three minutes which I think we're about there. So I'm going to give it a little dunk and take the tea bag out. If you have seen on my Instagram, so this this is a post-party refresh tea from the English Tea Shop Company, which was a gift. It was a Christmas present. And they come in these little cones, these little triangular cones. And I thought that meant they were loose leaf. So I'd got myself all prepped for my little loose leaf tea. But no, it, they actually, each cone holds an individual tea bag, which is quite fun. <laughs> I quite enjoyed the reveal there. However, um, yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting. So I'm going to take the tea bag out and pop it in a little dish over here. And I'm going to give this a little smell. Ooh. I need to check on the back what the ingredients are again. It kind of smells blackcurrant. I can't remember what it said on the back as to what's in it, but it smells like blackcurrant. It smells a bit minty. It smells like blackcurrant mint, guys. So let's let's have a little look what the ingredients are again. Oh yes, it's another word I can't say. I can only apologize. So we've got green tea. We've got cinnamon. I mean, these are Christmas-themed teas that we were given here. So I imagine in pretty much almost all that... So it's in a selection pack. I imagine almost every single one of these will contain cinnamon or clove <laughs> or something like that. I do lo I love cinnamon, though. Um, organic... I'm going to spell it G-A-R-C-I-N-I-A. I'm going to call that Garcinia leaves. And Garcinia fruits. I wonder if that is what is smelling blackcurrant tea. I wonder. I'm going to have to... I'll have a little pause in a minute and I'll look it up and see see if that's what's going on. But first, I shall try the tea. So let's have a, let's have a little try. It might be too hot there, actually. Oh, yeah. That's very nice. That's very nice. And it's not too hot. I do think I might have a asbestos mouth now, though. <laughs> Just from, like... There are two options of tea drinking at the moment. Either I drink it as soon as I make it, be it hot or not... Um, or I accept that my tea will be cold by the time I get round to, to drinking it. Mmm. I love green tea. It's really, I find green tea really refreshes. Which would help in a post-party refresh tea. But it does. It refreshes you. It makes you feel like you're drinking something wholesome. It's got a bit of caffeine in green tea as well. I think it's a slower release of caffeine in a green tea. I really like that. Okay, I'm going to take a slight pause. I'm going to look up what this Garcinia is. Garcinia. Okay, I have looked up Garcinia, as the YouTube video told me is how you pronounce it, Garcinia. I don't think I was far off. It is a tropical fruit, which is apparently a new internet craze to do with weight loss. So, if you drink this, 
apparently it will help you lose weight, which is not something I would ever prescribe to. That kind of train of thought. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about it tasting like blackcurrant. I think it tastes like blackcurrant. It is a fruit. It's a yellow fruit. Maybe the blackcurrant is uh, the... Oh, it could be the ackyberry. It's only 1%, but nevertheless, it tastes like blackcurrant green tea to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've never really prescribed this train of thought of, of drinking or taking stuff to, to inhibit you then... You know, I don't think I can drink this tea and then go eat a box of chocolates and it's going to stop me putting on the calories or using the calories that that chocolate gave me. However handy that would be right now, because back to the sleep thing, the lack of sleep seems to have given me free reign to eat as much chocolate as I want because I'm like, I'm tired, I deserve it. And I'm going to roll with that because they say it doesn't last forever. Now, when I'm saying my baby doesn't sleep, everyone who has had a child, unless you're one of those rare parents who say, oh yes, my, my baby slept seven till seven from the get-go, in which case you're wizards and I, I will have none of it. <laughs> um, unless you're them, everyone's baby struggles with sleep. They're not designed, they don't sleep like an adult. They're not designed to. However, from, from what I've read online, because I have read a lot and I've read a lot to the point that I'm now completely confused as to what I'm supposed to do about the situation. They are meant to have a long sleep and Daphne, I can count on one hand the amount of time she has slept for more than three hours. It has been five and a half months and I can count on one hand how often that has happened and because I am breastfeeding her that means I haven't slept for more than I mean I, the other problem is and I'm sure if you are a parent or if you struggle with insomnia or just generally struggle to get off to sleep it's so hard when you're already tired you then can't sleep I would I'll lie there she's sleeping having a lovely time and I just can't drift off um I am trying different teas for that. So I've tried, I mean, my go-to tea at the moment is the Pucker Herbal Nighttime Tea. I really like it. It's very, very nice. So it's just, it's more the kind of, they say to get your baby into a routine to help them sleep. I'm also trying to get myself into a routine to help me sleep. So I'll have a nice cup of chamomile or at the moment the Pucker Nighttime Tea to try and wind myself down. I try and avoid my phone. Oh my gosh the temptation to look at your phone because I I don't want my baby to see me on my phone all the time I want to interact with her um obviously there's points where I do go on it around her but I, I you know I don't want her to think that the phone is like this barrier between us so I, I try not to be on it too much around her and because she doesn't sleep <laughs> I don't get much chance to go on it in the daytime so I tend to kind of catch up it with it in the evenings now the problem is doing that at night it just wakes you up because I get all excited I see what everyone's been doing on Instagram I sort of fantasize about places that I want to go and things I want to do when the pandemic's over I want to buy things I shouldn't be buying things but I want to buy them so I, I peruse <laughs> and imagine myself buying these things um so that's what I'm doing and then that wakes you up as well so I'm really trying to like stop that and just sort of wind down and try and get myself to sleep. I am now, I've lost my train of thought. I don't know, this is going to be a ramble, a podcast ramble. I um, have played music for quite a long time. I was in a band, the first time I played music, well, I was in choir when I was in primary school. <laughs> and then I did the musicals and choir when I was in secondary school. And then when I went to college, I of course, you know, 
started a rock band because that's what you do in college which was great and I got kind of renowned for my ramble so I would play I would sing I was the front woman of the band and then I'd also play my acoustic guitar on some of the songs and the other guitarists would kind of switch around what they were doing what 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 equipment they needed so I'd have to sort of filler in between the songs a lot of the time and the stuff I would come out with was such a a ramble and it just didn't stop so then after that I went to university and I became part of a cover band which I keep thinking about at the moment we used to do um pop rock covers well no the first night so um Izzy who set the band up she was doing a night for the LGBTQ a plus community at university and so it was all going to be it was going to be really cheesy stereotypical covers um for that she or she'd booked a band to do it but they pulled out so she had to make her own band that was it um so she asked me to sing in that so it was it was literally like i'm coming out ymca <laughs> that kind of stuff it was great fun and then we went on to do sort of more pop punk covers and we played the summer ball and um a friend's birthday just like little things like that the ramble came out then as well. It came out then as well. But I mean, that that wasn't a very, you know, serious music. So it was just super fun. So I kind of got away with it a bit there. And then um, I went on to do my own music. And then I joined a, a folk duo with my friend Charlie. And folk music kind of encourages you to talk, which is even worse. <laughs> so I will go off on a tangent. And I do feel like that is what I'm doing with this podcast right now come along with me, come join me. Now I'm completely lost. I have no idea what I was on about before. Yes. But yeah, sleep deprivation certainly doesn't help that. I feel so grateful to be able to talk as if I'm sort of speaking with you guys in my front room as I enjoy this cup of tea. Grab a tea. Feel like you can chat back to me because I I miss being able to just sort of make some friends or see my existing friends and, and talk about these things. I feel a bit... I don't know, distance. Does everyone feel a bit distant from everyone at the moment? Like, it's all one thing to sort of talk on the phone and do the Zoom chats and everything like that, but I just, I'm really craving seeing people in in person. And I imagine when it goes back to normal, there's going to almost maybe be a reluctance to wanting to do that because it requires so much more effort seeing people in person. It requires a lot more energy and I'm so excited to do it, but we're so out of practice now. I just don't know how that's going to feel. It's going to be very interesting, but I, I'm craving it, certainly. I mean, lockdown after lockdown is is where we're at at the moment. There is a vaccine, there's hope in sight. But I think collectively, certainly in the UK, there's a bit of an atmosphere of just like, oh God, not again. Please, not again. Just make this end now. But we soldier on. We do what must be done. And I know we're all in the same boat. And we could all do just feeling positive where we can. It's so hard. It's so hard. And you just don't want to be... Like, I don't want to be a moaning myrtle, if you get the reference. I don't want to be a moaning myrtle. I don't want to sit here and complain about things because I'm incredibly lucky and I've got lots of really good things going on and I want to celebrate that. Oh, my sister's calling me. On that note of needing to talk to people, I'm going to pause the podcast and answer my sister's. And I'm back. So yeah, any opportunity to talk to a fellow human. I um, (laughs) stepped out of my flat the other day and the neighbours were stepping out at the same time. And the excitement I felt at being able to say hello to someone I knew in person was just absolutely glorious. 
So yes, so this is, I, I was just speaking to my sister there on my on the phone and saying how I was sort of talking about the, the sleep and the babies and stuff on this podcast. And I'm not sure if that's what you guys want to listen to right now. But like she said on the phone to me just then, it's, it's a way of having a conversation with people, even though, you know, I can't see you who's listening. Um, <laughs> but it's a way of talking. And who knows, maybe, maybe one of you guys is going through... Um, struggling with sleep right now and can empathize or hear this and be like yep I know what you're on about um and get some kind of cathartic feeling from that um if you have any tips by all means like shoot them across to me on on Instagram would love to hear I have yeah I've googled everything under the sun I've got some ideas of what I want to do to try and help I just think it's really important that she sleeps a bit more than two hours like Five five and a half months is quite an age to not sleep more than than two to three hours in a stint, and that's a good stint as well. I count myself lucky when she does that. So I've got some ideas, um, but there just there's so much information out there. You Google. I think the reliance on Google at the moment is a very interesting thing. We're, we're at the point where information is just at our fingertips. Like you used to have to go to a medical professional or you'd have to go to books to find out what to do in these sort of scenarios and now I can just google and my mum was saying like it's amazing like you're you're concerned about anything you can just go on your phone and find out what to do she didn't have any of that she just had to use her own instincts which are very important and I need to remember that I have maternal instincts and I can use those um, to my advantage and I can use those and do what I think is correct and right to do I know my daughter better than anyone I'm just giving myself a pep talk now on on the podcast. Uh, stay with me. But yeah, because we've got Google, you do you just go on there, and there's so much conflicting advice. Like there isn't a right or wrong way with children, but gosh, people are opinionated about it. And um, my my sister is certainly someone I always go to when I need to sort of one of my sisters, both of my sisters are, are people that I go to when I hash things out, basically. Um, and one of my sisters this morning, I, I messaged and said you know what I was planning on doing and she replied you you know sounds like the right thing to do you're looking for validation and that really struck me and I was like that is what I do a lot of the time I make a decision and instead of running forward with that decision and going okay I'm going to do it and there might be consequences to this decision I might have picked the wrong thing but it's not going to be the end of the world instead I have to look for that external validation from someone else which is a good thing because it's good to you know check check in with your people but at the same time I think there's a certain strength and resolve that you need to be able to just go right this is what I'm doing and I'm going to try and take that forward today and perhaps that's something as well listener you might empathize with that need to like validate yourself and maybe maybe we don't have to validate ourselves all the time oh man it's I keep saying it's this pandemic but you know you grow up you're a teenager I find if I look back like being a teenager was the biggest melting pot of anxieties like you're changing everything's changed your social circles are changing all the time you know if you you might move to another place when you're a teenager you might um you meet loads of new people you start new jobs you start new realms of education 
You don't really spend that much time at home unless you're in a global pandemic, teenagers. If any of you are a teenager and you're listening, I feel you because right now at your age, you do not want to be stuck in at home. You want to be out. You want to be, I remember it. You want to be with your friends. Like it's this weird point in time where you, it's the flying the nest moment where you you don't want to be at home. You want to be out with your friends and you come back. Like you get a bit older. It's really interesting. Like you, you get a bit older and suddenly you go, oh, my parents are the most important people. My siblings are the most important people. My extended family are the most important people in the world. And you just suddenly, you, you rejoin that family group. But you have that moment when you're a teenager where you sort of, you fly away for a bit. And you can't do that right now. And I really, I feel you. Um, but I, I think with what's going on right now, I think a lot of those kind of more... I'm going to use the word, the buzzword that everyone uses a lot at the moment, anxiety. A lot of this teenager kind of based anxiety, the social anxieties, rear their head again um, in this pandemic because you're not able to practice those skills that you honed and that you tested and you made mistakes with as a teenager. You can't use those right now. So you, I, I've certainly find myself falling back on, on old ways. And one of those ways is looking for external validation on what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. And especially being a new mum, I think you want guidance. You want, you just want someone to come in and say, this is the correct, right way to raise your child. And unfortunately that doesn't exist. The only correct, right way to raise a child is the way that you think is correct and right. If that makes any sense at all, if there are any parents, right? I mean, there might be a mum of, of three or a dad of three right now listening to this, like, oh, I remember feeling like that. Wait till you have more. I don't know. It's a fun old game. It's a fun old game. Maybe she'll sleep soon. I mean, is this tea making, making me feel refreshed? It is making me feel refreshed. I'm going to have another big gulp of it. Part of what refreshes you with a tea is the act of sitting down and drinking it. I feel like there's not a magic wand that can be waved over me right now to make me feel less tired. But taking little moments to myself, like right now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just realizing, guys, I'm alone. <laughs> it sounds really weird, right? I haven't been alone. I, I I'm not alone at all really anymore. Um, and I love it because I, I, I love her to bits, but I'm alone and that feels really weird. Although I'm talking to you guys, so it's a bit of a oxymoron. That's the wrong word to use. But, you know, it's it's a bit of a dichotomy, maybe. Um, it's strange. <laughs> I'm talking to someone by myself. I'm alone. And I think part of what's refreshing me right now, because I do, I'm feeling more invigorated from this chat. Part of it is maybe what's in this tea. Part of it is maybe just having a minute to reflect, to sit, to sip this tea. Now this is this is something that not everyone will get to do. I, I you know, there are people out there who will not even have, you know, a moment to take five minutes, let alone, I mean, the luxury of I probably how long have I been chatting? Half an hour, you know? They don't have that luxury. But if you can find it, if you can find that moment, I think that might be what refreshes you. Maybe that's the post party refresh we all need is just sitting and having five minutes to collect yourself. Because it's so funny, I spend all this time with her and I'm, I'm exhausted, but I miss her <laughs> right now because she's not in the room with me, which is just ridiculous. Um, but it's because she's really cool. But yeah, having five minutes is really, really important. You start to feel like yourself again. 
for just a moment, which is nice. It's nice. I mean, some people listening right now with lockdowns across the world and if you're in lockdown, not everyone is, but if you're, if you're having all these restrictions, you might be going, I'm having too much time alone. What are you on about enjoying time by yourself? It's, you know, we've all got different things going on right now. I really feel for people that are missing people. I miss people, so I know everyone is. I miss my people. I miss my family. But what I am learning, and I think I've said this on previous podcasts, in fact, I definitely have. I am just, it's just getting cemented that what's important to me and the things that you're missing the most right now are probably the things that are the most important to you. So you know that when you're allowed them again, there will be a level of appreciation that may have been there before, but certainly will have been deepened if it, if it was there before. And if it wasn't, by gum, you'll know it now. <laughs> you know now to appreciate it. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a really, really nice thing. Ah, oh, daydreaming. That's all I do at the moment is sit and daydream. Well, no. Parenting at the moment is 50% figuring out how to get her to sleep. <laughs> and I just go around in circles. And every now and then I think I get like this little boost of like, oh, I think I think I know the answer. And it's not the answer and she won't sleep. But um, 50% of the time, sleep. Probably 5% of the time trying to cut her nails because they grow so fast and they are super scratchy. Um, and then 45% feeding entertaining won't go into the nappies <laughs> all that kind of stuff but when i have a little break from that what i'm doing is just daydreaming about the things i want to do and where i want to go i just want to like we're at the point at the moment where we're not even allowed to get in the car to go a distance to exercise so i'm very lucky to live in norfolk because we've got some beautiful coast around us they're just so one of the nicest things to do one of the nicest things i've done in lockdown is get a flask of tea and get in the car with jack this was before daphne was born and we just went to a beach and we went for a walk and we hadn't been to a beach in ages it was when sort of some of the restrictions got lifted a little bit and we went to the beach and we sat down on the beach and we enjoyed a flask of earl grey tea together and it was so good and right now we can't even go and do that like we have to just sort of step out of the house and you can only really exercise in your local local vicinity i am just daydreaming about being able to do even that again and then the next level of daydreaming is thinking about like zoos i really want to take daphne to a zoo or you know just just somewhere sensory that she you know a little farm or something with some chickens <laughs> to look at and be like what is this strange creature um because she's not seen one before my daughter has never seen a chicken so i just i'm curious as to what she's going to think of it and then the next level of that is sort of you know maybe taking a little break somewhere i've been through having a child i sort of have gone back and reminisce and romanticise loads of things from my childhood and I really want to go to Butlins. If you don't know what Butlins is, it is a holiday place that you can go to here in the UK. You have a swimming pool, you've got you've got some like rides, there's some super cheesy entertainment of an evening. You get like a little, um, how would you describe it? Like a little cabin or a, a caravan to stay in. 
if I remember right, I went when I was super young, but I've just got really nice memories of Butlins and I just, I want to go back. I want to go to Butlins. I want to take my daughter to Butlins with some family members. So that's the next level. And then way off from that is the idea of going abroad again. I really want to go to Japan again. I just, it was the most all encompassing holiday. I, you know, the food, the sound, the smells, the, the sights, everything was just so magically different and I I loved every minute of it so I really want to go to Japan again there's so many places I want to go to so yeah I just sit and daydream so maybe that's what I'll do after this podcast I'll sit and I'll finish my tea and daydream until see what I should do on one hand is go around and try and spruce and run about and and get stuff sorted in the flat because I don't even have time to do that right now but what I want to do and what I probably will do is just continue to take a little bit of time for myself and daydream a little bit more which is what you've got to do right now youtube is fantastic for the daydreaming i've really gotten into watching videos about disney (laughs) about the dis is it disney world where the one in florida um there's a youtuber who does vlogs pretty much every other day and he just updates about what's going on in the parks and i'm hooked i just watch those um, the, the Japanese YouTuber watch as well and they're really great to just sort of like escape for a minute and see these different places even though you can't travel it's you know we live in a great te- technology technological age where escapism comes in all sorts of different forms <laughs> I usually like to try and escape with a video game but I have currently played 20 minutes of Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening and I count that as a victory because <laughs> there's not yeah not really able to to play as much hopefully soon hopefully soon she will snooze and i will get to play link legends of zelda awakening i mean what a luxurious position to be in that that's what i want to do see there's a gratefulness gratefulness things to be grateful about absolutely everywhere i think yeah i think i've rambled i think i've, I've hit the point where where i would <laughs> dutifully need to start another song now um so thank you for listening. Thanks for indulging me, because it is an indulgence <laughs> on this chat. This little ramble. I've managed to get some things off my chest. I've managed to understand a few things a little bit more, I think, which is nice. It's nice to be able to do that. So thank you. Um, post-party refresh tea. You know what? You're a good one. Is there more? Of the, yeah, they've got, it's like a selection pack and there's some more. There's, I mean, what else is in the selection pack? Listen to these names. Chai Charge, which is a redbush tea, excellent, with cinnamon. <laughs> Peachy Keen, which is a hibiscus tea with cinnamon. And Spooky Spice. Do they know about the Spice Girls? Is that a reference to a Spice Girl? If you say Spooky Spice, I hear, come on, people. Please tell me that you hear Spice Girls. Are you of an age where you know who the Spice Girls are? And you know what's in that? It's green tea with, you betcha, there's some cinnamon in there. So we've got cinnamon, we've got a little cinnamon party going on. And as I said, I enjoy cinnamon very much. So those are the 40s and there are like 16, nope, I tell a lie. There are 12 little triangles in here. So I can have post-party refreshes three more times. So that'll be good. So I'll enjoy my tea. She said she was going to stop rambling, yet on she rambles. I'm going to enjoy my tea. Um, The next episode will be out in a fortnight. I think, yeah, I'm going to commit. We're going to talk about flavourings. I'll try and get 
Jack back on, but if it doesn't work because little D is still not sleeping much at all, then it might be just me. But also what I'm thinking is I might try and get some people on the podcast that I've had before using the power of the internet, which is still at my fingertips. So there will be some more guests coming up. But for now, thank you very much. Enjoy your brew if you have one. And I will be chatting to you in a fortnight.